Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, boo. Hey, guess what we're talking about today? I don't know. I'm just joking. I know. So today's episode is a request that I received from Janelle King, and she wanted to know some tips for networking as an introvert. Ciao. I could talk about this thing for days, honey. Like I am a super introvert. Like I love staying at home. That's why I like doing podcasts because I can do it right here from my house and it's no pressure. So networking is really important for your business growth. Like there's so much power in meeting people because that can lead to referrals. And there is like, that's how I built my businesses off of referrals. And honestly, that's how all businesses are built. Most of the time, someone's going to see your product or have worked with you or whatever, and then they're going to refer you to their friends. And it's the same thing with networking. When you're networking as, you know, business professionals, those are the people that you really want to get referrals from because they're going to be working with people that are most likely really strong leads if they're asking them, hey, do you know a makeup artist or a photographer or a web designer or something like that? So referrals are like on and popping and networking is the way to do it. Um, so in many cases, you know, it, the way to get in front of people is by connecting with other people and that's where networking comes in place and obviously if you network with the correct people they are going to put you in in front of your ideal client like that is going to be your audience so let me just stop blabbering because i can just totally do that for days but one thing i will say and here i go with a long rant but from experience i can say that networking has been a constant struggle for me Um, i am originally from a small town in georgia and I had a lot of friends, um, you know, just growing up, but it's because we grew up together. It wasn't because, you know, I have these amazing network skills and I'm just so friendly with everyone. Like, no, I grew up with a lot of people. You know, we went to third grade all the way up together and then we all went to college together. So I stayed really close knit with this group of friends. And now that I'm married and I'm over 200 miles away from my hometown and all my friends, I've had to start over with creating a network of people that I know will refer me and will just kind of, you know, boost my business and talk about me. So um, I'm just going to come to you from the perspective of being in a new city and trying to network with people. Um, And I think that a lot of people end up in that situation where you're in a new area or you're just starting a new business and you have no contacts, or at least you think you don't have any contacts. So um, I'm going to tackle social media first, because honestly, as an introvert, this is the easiest way to network with people. You're protected behind a screen, you know, like you, it's not as, um, I guess, invasive or intrusive or whatever when you're doing things via social media. So I know this is going to sound super redundant. Like this is going to sound so redundant. People say this every day, all day. I say this every day and all day. But being authentic and genuine is key when you're networking, especially on social media. Because imagine how many people like get DMs or something from someone, you know, saying, hey, you know, I like your work. I want to collaborate or whatever. You don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the person that's sending out these copy and paste emails or DMs asking people to connect. Like it's annoying as all. It's so, oh my God, it's so annoying. I get DMs like this all the time and I'm just like, really? It's annoying. It's spammy. And everyone can tell that you want something from them because you most likely said, hey, I like your work. Let's connect. Okay, what does that even mean? Like, what does let's connect mean? Let's connect for what? Let's connect over what? Let's, what are you talking about? Like, 
that could be those little spam bots that people buy, which BT Dub, if you buy spam bots to just put out and like, like and comment all of your things, that's a mistake in and of itself. But that's for another conversation. Um, I mean, there is a way to do bots correctly, though. But if you're doing the spammy ones. So yeah, you don't want to be that person. So instead, what you want to do, if you decide to DM or e email someone is you want to genuinely compliment them, and then try to establish a relationship about something outside of what the person can do for you. So don't end it with like, let's connect or something like you want to give them a genuine compliment, you know, I love your work. I love the piece that you did. You know, I love the floor arrangement that you did for Betsy's wedding. You know, that means that you read the caption, you know, or whatever. And then, um, you know, then establish a relationship outside of the business. So I'm going to give you like a little example. Like, let's say me as a photographer, okay, as a photographer, I'm trying to, let's, um, let's say I'm trying to network with a wedding planner. So I want to connect. And instead of just DMing her and saying, oh, I like your work, let's collaborate. I'm going to go to her profile and I'm going to find an actual way to connect. So in this case, the planner that I'm connecting with, she has a dog and I have a dog, you guys know. So I'll say, OMG, I just had to reach out to you, you know, because uh, you have the cutest dog ever. How old is she? You know, um, my pup is a year old and I'm struggling to potty train him. You know, do you have any tips? None of that had anything to do with her being a wedding planner or it didn't end in let's collab or anything like that. I mean, and I didn't even start out really complimenting her. I just said that her dog was cute. Like I found something that was completely random. And I mean, on some people's pages, you know, like a lot of wedding planners, they, they might not post, you know, about their dogs and things, even though they should be. But, um, you know, maybe it's, there's a flower arrangement or something that you like that she put together and you can say like, oh, wow, I just had to reach out to you because I really love how you used, you know, hydrangeas in this, you know, floral piece, whatever, whatever, you know, um, I just wanted to reach out, you know, because I just think that your work is really inspiring. Do you have any tips, you know, for up and coming, you know, florists or something, you know, because what you want to do is I wouldn't necessarily ask a wedding planner for wedding planning tips because they might not tell you that. But if you're a florist, you could go and ask a wedding planner, you know, about some tips about, you know, flowers and the upkeep of it, even though it's things that you should know, it people just feel flattered knowing that you're asking them a question. So what did you do in that original message where you said, OMG, I had to reach out, you know, because you have a cute dog. Like you did several things in this message. You showed one that you actually know who they are and that you're paying attention to them. Um, and that's really important because people hate the copy paste emails. You know, they hate, like I, I got someone send me a copy and paste email and they left the name of the last person that they had sent the email to. And it was so like, I was so embarrassed for the person, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave them in love and just not even worry about it. But you have to pay attention to who you're talking to and you should actually know who they are before you start asking for things. Um, the second thing that you did in that message is that you're not coming at them only because you want something and they can see that like they can see you didn't just message them because you want something you know you i mean yeah you might have wanted answers to you know how to potty train your dog but that has nothing to do with her being a wedding planner or whatever the situation is also the next thing you did is that you established yourself as a friend like you you took the approach of hey I want to get to know you and be your friend. I'm not just trying to use you as a business contact, even though that's what it is. Like, even though at the end, that's what it's going to be a working business relationship, a networking relationship, you still showed yourself that, Hey, there's more to me than just, you know, being a photographer who, you know, wants to get clients from you. Um, and then also the next thing that you did is that you let them talk about themselves in a way that's not solely business related. So now they can answer you and they can talk to you in a way that's, less formal and people love to talk about themselves. So you gave them that opportunity to talk about themselves and 
without the pressure of it being a business related conversation because people talk about business way differently than they talk about their dog. Um, and so lastly, which is the biggest point is that in this message, you got this person to let their guard down. Now they're not looking at you as this, you know, client hungry person, but they're looking at you like a friend and like someone that they can actually collaborate with. Even if that's not their thought process in the beginning, through conversation, they're going to see like, wow, you know, Kay is actually really cool. Like she has a dog. She cares about my dog. You know, we might go walk dogs together, like whatever, like it can turn into so many different things, but you were able to do this via social media where there was less pressure and really form a connection with someone because people tell a lot about themselves on social media. And I'm not saying that people like, you know, you have to be all up in people's business, you know, but People share a lot on social media. So taking those things that you know that someone likes or loves and talking about it and, and like kind of engaging with them from that aspect is going to be really, really good. So now that you have this entry point, the person has responded back to you with tips on potty training dogs or whatever, whatever. At that point, you're just going to continue to chat with them. You're going to slowly introduce what you do into the conversation, or you can do things like compliment them on their work, you know, maybe ask them for a tip or two since you, you know, might be new to the area, or even if you're not new to the area, you know, just ask them for a couple tips that you think are going to be something that they won't say like, oh, wow, that was a weird question. Like, you know, just ask them like genuine questions, you know. And that's how you're going to kind of start that relationship. And then what you want to do is keep engaging with them on social media. So you want to be commenting and liking their posts. You know, you want to respond to their Insta stories. And Insta stories, honestly, is a good way to um, get into somebody's DMs without it being random. You know, my first example was very random. You look through their profile, you saw they had a dog, you DM them. But if you use Insta stories, people are waiting for you to respond to the Insta story. So when someone's talking about something, DM them a response or DM them your thoughts about whatever they're talking about. And that's a way to get into people's messages without it being like, oh, who is this weird person? And it's not something where you'll say like, hey, let's collab. Like, what? <laughs> you know, in, in the Insta stories, someone could be talking about whatever and you can just give a response back. And that can be your thing where you're constantly responding back to their Insta stories. I have a girl who literally, I call her my best friend now, like, and it's just being funny, but all I do and all we do to each other is respond back and forth to each other's DMs. I mean, um, to each other's Insta stories. I've never met her. You know, I don't really know who she is outside of Instagram and Insta stories, but that is our relationship. And that's a good relationship. You know, if she was in my area or just somebody to like work with or whatever, it could turn into that because that guard is let down because we're talking about things that aren't just work related. And also when people, when you DM somebody, you know, whether it's just a cold DM or responding to an Insta story, they're going to go back to your profile because they want to know who they're talking to. So that's another way for them to be able to see who you are and, and your profile, because now they're going to see that you DM them. They're going to go and check out your profile. And so they already know that you're a wedding photographer or that you're a makeup artist or that you're a web designer or that you're a business coach. They're going to know that you're these things just by looking at your profile. So make sure your profile actually represents who you are so that when you're trying to network, network, <laughs> y'all talking too fast. So when you're trying to network with people on Instagram, they can readily identify who you are, you know, and they can, they won't do it on purpose, but like unconsciously they will be like, oh, okay, you know, this might be a cool business contact or a bit cool connection. And that'll just get them to let their guard down because they know that you're not, at least your intention for that initial conversation wasn't, Hey, we're going to connect or we're going to collaborate. Let me say that. So, um, 
at the end of the day, if you see a way that you can add value to someone through your expertise, you should reach out to them. So this is after you've sent that initial message, you know, about, hey, I just want to reach out, you know, you know, kind of getting them to talk about something that's, you know, related to them, you know, their dog, their their cat, their family, who knows who cares, you know, or maybe you responded to somebody's Insta story. So after that, you want to be commenting, liking their posts, you want to be engaging with them. And if you see an opportunity to add value to them through your expertise, that's when you reach out again with another comment, with a powerful comment or with a really good DM message. So let's take the wedding planner, for example, you could be following this wedding planner. And as a photographer, I know for myself, I like to help and like be really involved in the day of timeline, the day of coordination timeline. So if I see someone that I want to connect with complaining about, you know, timelines, I would comment or I would send that person a DM and say, hey, I figured out a really good system of creating these timelines or whatever. Now, that's a, that's not the best example in the world because wedding planners are obviously really good at timelines or they should be. So, you know, but what I'm just trying to explain is that you want to do something to add value to them. So if they're struggling with social media and you're a social media manager, you know, you want to give them that expertise and you want to just give it to them for free. I'm not telling you to revamp their whole business or anything like that, but just give them that one little taste for free so that they can see like, wow, this is a great person for me to connect with. And that's going to deepen your relationship because you've added value to them in some sort of way. So now that you've done all this, they're going to feel like you're their friend. They're going to feel like you're a connection. So they're going to be following you. You're going to be following them. You're going to be engaging and talking to one another. And at that point, you should be thinking about a way to collaborate with them. So in the wedding planner example, I would reach out and I would tell her, hey, I would love to do some headshots for you, you know, and you can use these on your website. You can use these on your um, social media and, you know, we can just grab some coffee and take pictures because working from home can be lonely. And like, that's like, that's one of my favorite things to say because it's so true. Working from home and being an entrepreneur is so, so lonely. So I love to tell somebody like, hey, I would love to grab some coffee and do some headshots with you, you know, because working from home is lonely and I just want to make some friends and leave it at that. You know that they're a wedding planner. They know they need headshots. They know they need, um, you know, pictures of them for their social media or whatever. And they're going to be all over it because you're not charging them. You're not saying, hey, I'm, you know, you have to pay for this or whatever. You're saying, let's grab coffee and let's do a couple pictures. You know, let's, let's, you know, grab coffee and chat or whatever. You know, I mean, for photography, it's a little easier because pictures take no time, you know, to, to do a few headshots and then you can be talking the rest of the time. So, once you get the person to decide to go out with you or do something with you, again, the person's guard is going to be down because you're just meeting up for coffee and pictures. You're just meeting up for coffee and chatting. You're just meeting up because it's lonely being an entrepreneur and working from home. So over coffee at that point, that's when you want to kind of talk and connect about being referral partners. You want to kind of let it slip in like, oh yeah, you know, I love meeting other wedding planners because, um, you know, I always get brides that don't value or don't realize the importance of having a wedding planner. Gas that girl's head up, honey. Like you need to be making her feel like, oh wow, like Kay totally gets it. And this is somebody that I want to work with because people, you know, wedding planners, especially they're always looking for photographers, you know, makeup artists, they're always looking for photographers, you know, and photographers are always looking for different vendors as well. So everybody's always looking to refer people because we know that if we have a strong tribe that we can refer people to, that's only going to help us and our business. And, you know, it's the whole community over, or what is it? Community over competition thing. Like we, if we all work together, everybody can eat. So that's just, that's how you want to connect. You just want to connect and let them know, Hey, 
this is something I like to do. Like I love referring people and connecting people. And so this opportunity, this coffee, this, you know, phone call, this Skype date, this, whatever you decide to do, this is your chance to seal the deal after like a week or two of like, you know, DMing and like following each other and all that kind of stuff. So one thing I will say about social media is that it's a long game, you know, it's a long game, but it's highly effective for introverts. So like for me, some of my strongest referral partners are people that I just met literally supporting them and like boosting them up on social media. And like with social media, like you want to be somebody that is supporting and adding value to whoever you're networking with. So you don't want to be the sleaze that's just asking for something right off the bat. Like you want to be giving them something and then, you know, like letting them see your value and then go in and be like, girl, like, I love your work, whatever, whatever, or even slide them a referral. Like, I love to just give somebody a referral. When you give somebody a referral, trust me, honey, they're going to start referring people to you because they're going to value your relationship and they're going to, they're going to see you in a different light. So that's another thing that I like to do as well. And I mean, like I said, social media connections are a long game, but it works for introverts because we can get to know somebody without having to like, have that awkward conversation in person because like sometimes it's really awkward but if you've already been talking via social media you already have an idea of who they are as a person when you meet up it's gonna be like meeting up with your friend like you're not gonna feel like nervous and it's not gonna be 50 million other people in the room that you're gonna try to have to meet or whatever um and then just the last thing with the whole social media thing that i want to touch on is that um facebook groups are another way to network with people because it's a lot of people in a group or you know maybe not a lot but it's going to be people in this group and what you can do is you can just add a lot of value to the group so you want to be commenting and responding to people's questions um you want to genuinely engage with people and just show support like show mad love like you can share their content to your audience you know you can do whatever but you want to be showing like mad support you want to be showing a lot of love to people and you want to be constantly responding and adding value adding your expertise to the conversation and this is going to get you noticed and when you decide to pop up in somebody's dms or honestly people will pop up in your dms or when you see that there are opportunities for collaborations now people when they see your name they're going to be like oh wow like this is a great idea like this is somebody to work with because we already have seen how much value that she's just kind of adding to the group also um I think that we talked about this in the social walker episode um, where she was giving so much value in the group that the group admins reached out to her. So, um, you know, there is power in just being really social on social media. Like it's called social media for a reason. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, another note about this is that I am not big on emailing people. I think that it ends up being too formal when you email someone and honestly the people that you want to network with are probably getting a lot of emails and a lot of those emails are like paying clients and so you know they're that's going to be the top priority for them and so for me i would stay out of people's email inbox um and then you just have to think how many messages a day do you think that they're going to get to you know in their in their email about people asking for dog advice or just you know tags of people sharing their work like People prefer to get like DMs and stuff about that kind of stuff. An email would just be kind of random. Like, hey, I was on your Instagram and I saw that you had a dog. So I wanted to email you about your dog. Like, <laughs> that's so weird. But if you sent them a DM, you know, it would just make a little more sense and it would be more natural. So, of course, if you want to email people, go for it. But I would, you know, stick to kind of doing the DM and social media route. Um, so, yeah, I could go on for days about the networking on social media. And I really didn't want this episode to get too long. So I'm just going to shift really, really quick to... Um, Networking events, which are an introvert's biggest nightmare, right? Like, it's your worst nightmare. Um, 
I know it is for me, but I also know that it doesn't have to be that bad. So I like to do one of two things. One thing I like to do is to bring an extrovert with me. So I have a friend that can make all the introductions for me and I basically just tag along behind them. And I have a good friend that actually does this for me and she will literally introduce me to everyone in the room because she's not shy. And so it helps me out because Basically, you know, she introduces herself, she introduces me, she introduces me, then she introduces herself. And I said that really fast, so I don't even know if that made any sense, but I hope you guys get it. Like, just bring an extrovert because they can do the introductions for you. Um, and then also, the other thing that I like to do, which is my favorite thing to do, is to find the other introverts. You're not the only introvert there. And honestly, do you know where the introverts are? Like, do you know where they are? They are literally right next to you. They're sitting right next to you, probably against the wall, sitting at that back table that you're sitting at or whatever. They're at your table though. They're not, <laughs> trust me, if you're an introvert, you're not sitting at the front. You're not sitting at a table that's got a lot of loud, you know, and, and popular people or whatever. You're sitting at the introvert's table. You just don't know it. So since you're sitting next to them, give them a compliment and just start talking they're going to be quiet they're probably on their phone they're probably doing all this kind of random stuff so you want to give them a compliment you know say they have nice shoes say i like your hair whatever just get them to put their phone down and look at you now so when you're chatting and like finding other introverts this is going to put you in front of less people right but the conversation and relationship that you build with this person is going to be much stronger than if you went and tried to meet every person in the room. So it's better to just network with that one other introvert and really form that deep connection than to try, you know, and fearfully introduce yourself to a million and one people. And another thing I will say is that networking events, and I have a lot of other things to say, by the way, but whatever. So <laughs> networking events are, um, networking events and just events in general are really tricky um, when you're trying to transition them into a more long-term relationship. And so I will say that I'm very strategic when I go to these events, if the purpose of me going is for networking. So um, many people might not agree with this. And I mean, sometimes I don't even agree with it, but hey, usually I don't bring business cards. Okay, and so I'm gonna explain why. How many business cards right now do you have sitting in the bottom of your purse or somewhere in your car um, and you have not even reached out to the person that you said you would connect with? And then imagine how many like purses has your business card in the bottom of it or, you know, whatever it is. You know, so do you really want your car that you spent all this money, you know, buying and creating and whatever do you want them to end up in the bottom of someone's bag i mean not me so for networking events in particular like when i know the purpose of the event was networking i don't necessarily bring a card or i might bring a few cards so let me not say don't bring them at all but i'll only bring a few for the people that i actually form that deep connection with but i'm not going to hand out cards to everyone because it's a waste so for me i like to say when someone you know says like hey do you have a card i'll say girl i literally just gave out my last one but if i really want to connect with this girl and like immediately like our conversation was the bomb like I already thought about a way that we're going to connect like everything I'm going to say you know I have a picture of my card you know what's your number I can text it to you you know or whatever or I might say like oh you know and this is when I'm not trying to be as aggressive I'll say oh girl I just gave out my last card um or my cards are coming in the mail whatever are you on Instagram you know like follow me on you know at moments with MK or you know if I'm talking about the podcast then it would be at she's a creative podcast like Whatever it is, I'm gonna to try to get their Instagram information. Why? Because what we just talked about earlier is that I can basically social media stalk and best friend them, you know? And so that's gonna be, and that's how we take it from just being this networking event where my business card went in the bottom of their bag to now we're having an engaging conversation. I literally went to an event a few weeks ago and I got this girl's card. And now that I'm thinking about her, I'm gonna reach out, at least I hope I am. But 
I got her card. I really liked her and everything, but I did not reach out. Why? Because we didn't instantly connect via social media. I didn't get a phone number. I didn't get anything from her at that time, you know, to just make me kind of remember to connect. So what I will say is that in-person events, it's all about quality, not quantity. Don't try to talk to every single person, especially when you're an introvert. Like that's just not, it's just not necessary. If you're following someone like on social media and that person is there, try to find a way to talk to that person because you already know them. And like something I like to do is that, you know, sometimes you know who's going to certain events, like if you're following certain circles. And so if I know someone's going to an event that I'm going to, I'll DM them, you know, like if I see them post about it and I'll say, oh, I'm going, you know, I'll see you there or whatever like that. That way they kind of have a heads up that I'm going to be looking out for them. And when I see them at the event, I'm going to say like, hey girl, I'm Kay, you know, with the She's a Creative Podcast. You know, it's so awesome to meet like, I don't know, so awesome to meet like a fellow dog lover, you know, in person, whatever, whatever. Like, and she's gonna laugh, haha, okay, you're so funny. Like, cause she probably is, cause I am funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so again, like these interactions, like concerning these networking and like networking events, it's all about being personable and and being, oh my gosh, guys, I just stumbled right over my tongue. Anyway, it's about being personable and authentic. So for me, and I notice this for a lot of people, but if you lead with business, people are gonna tune out and they're gonna shut down because it usually feels like you're gonna ask them for something or that you want something from them. And that's probably not the case, but that's how people are going to feel. Um, and for me, the only side note that I would make is that if you meet Gary Vee, like if you meet him, I would like you to lead with a compliment, but then just start talking business because you wanna get him to like drop those serious jewels. But like anybody else, you wanna kind of meet them as a friend and not as a, hey, what can I get from you? So what I will say is that when you're in person, you wanna focus on, how do I wanna say this? You wanna focus on connecting with a certain number of people. And the reason why I say this is because it takes the pressure off of yourself. So if this is your first time going to an event, your goal may be just to talk to one person and exchange social media. And that's okay. Because connecting genuinely, right, with one person, like being authentic, genuine, and just, really connecting with them and like leaving that conversation feeling like you guys are friends and like you've exchanged social media, like you guys are talking, that's going to open you up to a whole new network of people, right? So this one person can expose you theoretically to 15 or more new people that would be happy to, you know, refer you or that maybe they need your services themselves. So you want to give people more than just your product to love. Like you want them to love you. And so as an introvert, it's, it's, I mean, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you don't have a good personality. So there's something about you that people can like and attach to. So what I want you to do is think of networking as making new friends. I want you to nurture these partnerships and these relationships like you would a friendship. And I promise you, you'll get more out of them. So being an introvert doesn't mean that we don't know how to make friends. You know, it's just that we don't realize that one new connection and one new friend opens us up to a whole lot of other connections and friends. And so focus on being that friend and being that person that's adding value to whoever you want to connect with and let the rest happen naturally, which it will. So Janelle, I really hope this answered your question. And I so appreciate you for suggesting this topic because I know that networking, <laughs> I'm saying that fast. I know that networking as an introvert can be really scary. And like, I talk fast. So that's another reason why I don't like to talk because a lot of times people can't understand me. So, you know, I wonder if you guys are like slowing down the podcast to even hear my words, but you know, I talk fast, you know, I'm very like 
I use my hands. I'm kind of theatrical when I speak. And so, you know, I get really shy about speaking to people at networking events and just networking in general and in person. So I know that this can be really scary and I know how exhausting, you know, for me, it's also exhausting to be around people. So, um, you know, I know it's exhausting to kind of put yourself out there, you know, and I really believe that if you start strong on social media and if you bring everything back to social media or if you and, and social media is also another way to kind of keep up with people because the thing is is that you can't just network with someone you can't just meet somebody in the event and then a year later ask them for clients you have to kind of nurture that relationship so social media is a way to pull it back so that it's not exhausting you to you know pick up the phone and call or whatever so what I would just say is that with networking, make sure that you're constantly reaching out to the other person, whether it's, you know, text if you have their number or just on social media. And I would just send them things that are encouraging or send them referrals or, you know, just, you know, um, share their work or comment, like just do anything to kind of keep touching base with them. And so you want to think like with networking, you're creating a tribe, like you're creating a tribe of people that you can work with and that you're going to help all these people grow just like you want them to help you grow. So when you do that, you can shift, you can shift, that's what I'm trying to say, you can shift your focus to building friendships and collaborations. And you can focus less on trying to meet a million and one people and collect these business cards that are going to go nowhere. So yeah, I hope that really helped you. And I so appreciate that question. Again, I know I already said that, but like, I'm really excited because that was a really good kind of topic to bring up. So yeah, thank you so much guys for tuning in and don't forget to tap me on uh, Instagram or on Facebook if you listen to this podcast and tell me your thoughts and I'm done. <laughs> so until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast in your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs.KH on Instagram and check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you creative darling so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.